0: We That's did
1: the same thing. I, I uh, did the old uh, no-mo-may. I give
0: it give the cut yesterday. You do realize that Gina educated me that, that you and Sarah told her about no-may-cut. And I almost ended not only the, the show but our friendship because of that statement. Because of no-mo-may? Well, we're helping the environment. Again, I almost ended the show and our friendship. Eight years gone. Just gone. I want
1: a better world for Riley, and I'm surprised that you don't either. And you keep on driving that gas guzzler, that fossil fuel, that uh, coal roller over there, buddy. And you you do so while you wave at your daughter, too. And that's that's the real tragedy. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com.
0: Eric, I could be completely jumping the gun, but this could be this year's favorite for me. We're talking about Air, the story of this little company nobody's ever heard of called Nike, who develops the Air Jordans for the first time ever. We're there. We are We are that old now where they're making movies about stuff that we actually know. How the hell are you doing, buddy?
1: Confused, like excited and confused that we're doing this movie. It's such a weird thing that... In our time, we are so used to seeing sports movies that were of, like, a, a a great championship. You know, Miracle on Ice, right? Rookie of the Year. You know, all of these these triumphant kind of sports movies where they overcome. Uh, what's the bad? Hoosiers, right? Uh, the Gene Hackman yep. one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Coach Carter. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Rookie of the Year is not uh, as realistic as those other ones. But yeah, you know things that are kind of based in in reality of around a certain person. Uh, we've now come to a point though where I feel like we've run out of sports, and now we're just going to the sports deals.
0: Now I think this is a great idea. This actually. is like I the
1: blue chips of two
0: thousand twenty-three. Nice blue chips. You forgetting Rudy too in that category from earlier? At least uh, Rudy had
1: had some game time in there. Like at least we get to see true. some football.
0: We saw basketball on this. Look, man, um, I'm going to be championing this one all the way through the review. Like, I think this is a great idea. Uh, I know this story like the back of my hand. Um, truly, honestly, I knew the story way before the movie came out. Um, so, like, I was I was hooked and ready to see what they would do. Ben Affleck has not known to make a terrible movie. I've liked majority of his work. The Town... Uh, would be one of them i thoroughly i, I enjoy have some problems all- with that
1: one but no walk walk me through it i i i enjoy ben affleck as a director i think he's he does fine He just just as well with everything that he's uh,
0: yeah, done it's so fun.
1: far yeah i it's you know i i don't have any complaints
0: better than the director of fast x right i mean like he's <laughs> i mean the guy knows how to uh, make story well uh, you want to
1: which one made more money
0: yeah, well, you know what? You're gonna go that route. You can go ahead and go that route. You know, Marscore says even said that Marvel movies are like theme park rags. They're great, but they're not art. This movie was art, and I, you uh, know
1: what? I have a thing about that. And uh, to 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 think, what is art? Right? It should be an expression of an emotion. Uh, I and mean, the reason why people have such an opinion on it now is because art can be uh, exploited very much, and I feel like this is one such movie that was maybe exploited for a bit, but it has artists in it, and it has great moments, great acting. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to downplay it all. Matt Damon did a fantastic job. Well Davis always is going to knock mm. it out of the park, and mm. Ben Affleck did his great job of being Ben Affleck and Broey, and that's just how it worked out. Jason Bateman did his... Um, he's better as, like, kind of peanut gallery where he just yeah. kind of pipes up every once in a while. You know, he, He's he is, Jason Bateman is the Jiminy Cricket of Hollywood.
0: Nice. I totally agree with that statement. Uh, wow, that's amazing. You should trademark that, make a t-shirt out of it. Um, so. Everybody I, likes I, him, you know, and he'll just pop in and be like, oh, I don't think you should do that. And I don't think you, I mean, like, I, everybody played to their strengths. <laughs> so the reason why that I feel, not only, well, there's many reasons why I feel, but one of the reasons why is my wife, hates, I'm going to make this very clear for the audience, hates basketball. She She would rather watch golf, which she can't even stand. She refuses to go golfing with me. And I was like, hey, baby, you can drive the golf cart. Not interested. Don't care. Not interested. She's mad that she knows that the Lakers are playing the Nuggets tonight.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, sweep it. I was just i was just yeah. telling Sarah that, too, about basketball, you know, getting all the hype, trying to get the bye-bye poster ready. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, so for her to completely have interest in this, to not look at her phone and to say at the end, that was a damn good movie, all right, there's something here. If I mean, for somebody who doesn't like the sport.
1: Yeah, I I will say that this movie, as much as I'd want to joke and say that this is about a glorifying a business deal, which is like that's that's where we're at now. Imagine being, you know, like a VP of marketing, and you get a movie made about you because of a deal that you made thirty years ago. That's a weird. That's a weird thing to sit down in an interview on. But uh, it's because I take it all back. Is because this movie adds the human element to it. It adds a big reason why uh, in Sonny's end speech, why we need this shoe, because they know that this character, that Michael Jordan, this athlete is going to be the new icon, the new guy. And everyone wants to touch that greatness. And the best way to do it is to have a piece of the crag, right? The piece of the rock. Uh, Wear some of those shoes.
0: So, so how much of this story of the real life story do you know? Uh, about, uh, just the whole about uh, about the Jordan. Oh, not, not. Are you whatsoever. serious? Yeah, absolutely. This isn't for the show. You don't know this, really.
1: Yeah, for, for I know um, about the shoes, and I think I maybe had uh, some. No, I'm not even gonna say that. Like maybe some history about the shoe, like the, the shoe design and the designer, mm-hmm. and like how they replaced the uh, swoosh with the silhouette. But no, I, um, no. A short answer. No, don't.
0: Well, for everybody who is listening, this movie is fairly accurate. Of course, with any dramatization, there's going to parts that are going to be boring. But uh, when Jordan was in college, they all did Reebok. I'm sorry, they did uh, Converse. Converse was the shoe when they were in college, and Jordan always wanted Adidas, no matter what. Uh, Jordan has been on interviews and records that said that he didn't care what Nike or Converse had to say. He was going to sign with Adidas. Period. He liked the shoe. Yeah. Now, now, of course, uh, the movie's accurate where he goes to Converse, and Converse is like, hey, we got Magic, we got Bird. You'll be like the third or fourth guy. Well, he didn't want that. He wanted his own brand. Um, and then we went into Adidas. He was going to sign it. Adidas was not even going to offer him at all his own shoe line. N- was not going to offer it. They weren't going to do nothing. Just, here you go, here's the shoe. Where are Where are um, shoes? Yeah, where are shoes? There was not a shoe line. Um, How Nike came up with the idea of the whole Sonny story, a lot of that is, you know, for drama, for entertainment. But Nike had this thing called Air Souls. Yeah. From that weird guy that was developing the shoes. And he was the one that's actually more credited for uh, the Michael Jordan silhouette. He was the one that was credited for the actual design Uh, of the shoe.
1: Peter Moore?
0: He's the actual guy. And the, uh, the one thing that this is, so um, the end of my little rant is Michael in real life, um, his mom has said it. He said it. His mom drove him to the airport and would not leave until he got onto the plane because he was kicking and screaming, not wanting to go to Nike. He didn't care. Ooh. All had right. No, so it was all the no mom interest. then, huh? It was all mom. Mom said, you're going, hear them out. Sonny going to the Jordan house. That's not documented. Nobody knows if that actually happened or not. And the jordans have not spoken about it since but yeah so that's that's what it is so this movie's trying to one complaint is this movie's trying to show us or at least i take it is nike is going to fold if they do not get michael jordan that's what this movie was kind of portraying that that's nonsense nike would have been just fine they would have canceled their basketball division and they would have continued being a very successful running shoe yeah. So it doesn't matter. Can I say something though? Full, full honesty. I've never owned a pair of Jordans in my life. Oh, never had a pair of Nikes. Never had a pair of Jordans. As a young kid, I, even now as a grown adult, I can't. I just can't see spending a hundred dollars for a pair of shoes.
1: <laughs> Have uh, you? So then I guess I'll answer my next question. Have you ever bought any sort of uh, popular trend? Adidas. Shoe? Adidas
0: is my shoe. Well, like a Samba. No, Adidas, Adidas. You know, uh, Limp Biscuit had a had a little bit of a Adidas and uh, Limp Biscuit and corn had an influence in the late '90s on me on that one. Yeah, so. I,
1: well, I was I was a soccer boy, so the Adidas that that soccer shoe, that indoor soccer shoe, was always the the a lot of uh, the soccer boys that I was hanging around. They would all get that that same
0: shoe. So The black one with the big tongue. Yep. yep. Um I always had the white ones.
1: Oh yeah it keeps them clean, keep it classy. nothing get the hype on first sight, like white on white, although that's for air force ones that's Nike. Nike, excuse nice. me but yeah, that's where I think um because the shoes when we were growing up were started to become more gimmicky like they had a yeah, few the they had a few things in in like the the eighties the seventies and eighties i'm I'm sure with a a lot of their their trends, but like they really went all out in, in like the nineties or the late eighties and nineties where it was not even just like the pumps, but like there was like BK Ratch Tech, there was the, the, the lights, everything in your shoe was lighting up. They had um a, like a, like a, uh, a gel that was in some where you could push and it would change color. Um Oh, the shoelaces, the, the, the twisty yeah. shoelaces where you didn't have to tie them. You can just pull them. And um, because they were so, I guess, coiled, right. they could just, you know, uh, I guess recoil back
0: into their shape.
1: Yeah. I'm still pissed off many. that I didn't
0: get my Li gear. I'm, I'm still mad at my mom. I've, I've, once a year for Christmas, I was like, am I get my LA gears this year? Oh, Worst dude, ever- I
1: wanted the, the BK Ratchet man. The ones. Nice. That you, yeah. You could tie yeah. in and have that, uh, make the loud noise. Never got those. I did get the, it was called like, like a glues or something, you know, f- stupid kid name where it was right. like, a, like a pump. Like it was a high top like a pump, but instead of it being a pump, it was just all like, um, you know, like a gel effect.
0: Can can we kind of like squash the controversy? Because I never really looked into it. What was, if you know, if you don't, we can debate it. What is the purpose of the pump in the 90s? So I want to explain this to people that may not know. Think of a high top basketball shoe, but on the actual tongue of the shoe usually was a basketball shape. And you would squeeze, pump, 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 pump. What would that do? Would that? Would that? Was there? It was,
1: as I under, as I understood it, it was supposed to inflate the shoe around your foot to uh, make it more snug onto your foot, so that you, uh, instead of having to, you know, uh, on top of tying your laces extra tight. You could then get, uh, you know, turning your shoe from like a tennis shoe to like a snow boot, almost. You know, just completely supporting, and encompassing your your foot
0: with so air then technically. Support. So technically, those would be the Air Jordans then, because you're using air to tighten it, right?
1: It's kind of a weird thing because now there's a lot of those those coil stuff or like the air pocket stuff or even the springs, right? And they're like the bounce. Didn't Nike or Reebok have that thing where it was like a spring? in the shoe. Right. Shocks. You know
0: what? Shocks. There you go. Yeah, shocks. I remember. So then one more thing before we talk about the movie. Um, I know the Jordan shoe line was cool in the 90s, right? But in the early 2000s, we were in high school, right, Eric? And I played basketball uh, from all the way till senior year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, T-Max were big. Air Force Ones were big. Air
1: Force Ones, baby.
0: Um, the ones that I always wanted that we never got was the Shaq shoe.
1: Uh the or the
0: The yeah. Old School Reebok one.
1: The the Shep
0: Gnosis? Yeah. Yeah, like the yeah, those were always cool looking.
1: Those are so red those would be pretty cool to to have right now.
0: Yeah, in our school it was
1: always Air Force Ones just because there's a bunch of rich kids. So they would get like the Louis Vuitton Air Force Ones or Gucci Air Force Ones. But it was a shoe that you could customize. It was a right. shoe that you could make unique and into yourself. And I think Jordan's, like, later on caught on to that where you could have the special anniversary brands or, like, you know, the, you know, the, the very um, rare kind of collector's editions of those. And just like anything, just like a Beanie Baby or a uh, Tamagotchi, you know, there's going to be people who are just like, yeah, I want it. And, you know, they, they, they buy two pairs, too, one to rock, one to stock.
0: I'm going to piss off of people that love uh, Jordans, uh, but I went back to pre- kind of like prepare for this episode. I went back and looked at the main line, right? Because there's so many different
1: other ones. lines.
0: Yeah, there's like, well, not just mock, but there's this like, there's just so many other styles, right? But I'm talking about like Jordan 1, Jordan 2. kind of like going off of that line, you know? And besides the Jordan 1s, they're ugly shoes. There was one like in the mid-90s when he came back from baseball, and it was just all black. And it had like one of those like thick tongues on it, and it just it was like, oh! And people are just buying the brand. I mean, that's it. I mean, some of these shoes, if you look at the history, especially in the mid nineties, were awful, awful. Yeah.
1: There so there's some just buying there was the some, some wacky shoes. I just pull them up right now. I mean, yeah, the see? style itself is is unique. It's 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 like a it's like a I don't know like a shot like a shot off or a sawed off.
0: High top. Yeah, but, but those Jordan Ones though. Those uh, were legit.
1: I I mean, but yeah, they stand out just like the like back to the future shoes, though, right?
0: It makes you wonder though, why Jordan has never came out and said why he loved Adidas. Oh, he just man. said he liked his shoe. Because because the deal in this movie is true. It was this is a shoe line for you. Here's your first shoe, the Jordan ones, Air Jordan's. Um and there is a rule with the NBA that you have to have so much white in your shoe. We can we are surpassing that guideline and you're gonna get five thousand five thousand dollars a game. We're gonna pay for that. And then even Jordan even has a royalty clause with that. Now that now that was made up too. His mom never called and said Michael is gonna get this. like that was a deal that was pitched in the actual meeting. Yeah. And Jordan left that meeting and still said that I'm going to go to Adidas. Wow. He just loved him so much. And his, eventually his parents said, you were crazy. And then here we go. So we're talking about the player. Yeah, take the we're money. Ta-
1: I'm looking at these <laughs> shoes, man. These retro fives, uh, aqua are
0: looking pretty cool. I told you, miss some of the early stuff was great. So we talked about the player. We talked about the brand. We talked about everything else, but this movie, um, I feel, like I said earlier, that everybody plays their strengths. This movie, the reason why I think it's so great is because this movie hits you where you don't expect it. Because the movie's called Air. It's a terrible title. It's a really, really bad title. What, isn't there a subtitle? Air,
1: this, the story of the... I don't think there, is, I think there is. But what they should have done... Air, Courting is... a Legend. Seriously?
0: Yes. What's the name of the movie?
1: The, the name of the movie itself is just called Air,
0: uh, but what's but the title? But
1: there's there's a sub, and it's Air, courting a legend.
0: Oh Jesus Christ, that's terrible. Okay, so so the whole marketing on this is really bad. You know what they should have done? Uh, of course, we were younger, but remember how popular the uh, the Batman '89 poster was, black with the yellow symbol, and that's all it needed. Didn't have to say Batman or nothing. Right why not just have the 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 Jordan silhouette and just say air
1: cuz you got to pay him look on the on the
0: poster isn't that paying
1: him no there's no likeness of there's not even his name on this poster there's this poster is made completely so they
0: don't have to give Michael Jordan anything is that why we don't see the actor who plays Michael I mean like People, if you've not seen this movie yet, if you're expecting to see Michael, you got archival footage, and that's it. There's an actor that's playing young 1984 Michael, and his head is always turned around the other way. You do not see him. Kind of like an early Slipknot video. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see him. Well,
1: uh, but yeah, most uh, looking at the poster, and this is most certainly Amazon's way to dodge a paycheck, a royalty check. Yeah.
0: No, I don't know, man. Because because Michael still has that deal with with Nike, so Michael got paid from this. Clearly. Oh, you had yeah, to, man. Because they're talking about his line. They have his silhouette at the end. I mean, like Michael has to get something for this. Michael is Michael's known for being a jerk in yeah, real probably,
1: life. Probably why they they went around as much as they could to to dodge this. It, it, yeah, I, I mean. It's safe to assume that he probably he got fun. something out of this. Let's see if I can go in here for production. But at the same part, it really seemed like um, they took liberties to avoid saying certain names and uh, um, showing Michael's face. All of that uh, that footage that they showed from basketball, like that was from that was archive footage. Archive archival footage. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's open. That's that's. You right. can just go to the television and networks. Uh, yeah, obviously, had the express written permission of NBC, ABC, NBC, ESPN, ABC for broadcasting
0: uh, purposes. But see, it's hard to say it at the end, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Viola give you credit and
1: your talent, Jordan.
0: Thank you. I want to. I want to make it very clear that I. Really, really appreciate Viola Davis. I don't know what it is, but this actress can just—she's she's like Morgan Freeman in a way, where it's just like she, you just find yourself losing yourself in the character. The last time I saw her in a, something that I thoroughly enjoyed, she was Michelle Obama, and the First Lady uh, 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 Showtime show.
1: She, yeah, I, I think there. Um, she are a was great. Few performers who can really take control. Right. Um, I mean, the scene, and yeah, you're, um, yeah, she's she's
0: the intimidating force, and the, she yeah. plays it cool. Those lips. I mean, those. I'm like, hey, that's Michelle Obama. <laughs> um, if you do a side by side comparison between uh, Viola Davis in the movie and and Mrs. Jordan, I mean, obviously they're trying to do us as as mess as they can, but pretty spot on. Uh, Mr. Jordan as well, as good as they possibly could. Michael, we never saw his face. Sonny. So Matt Damon, uh, of course, does not gain the weight by eating uh, cheeseburgers. He just puts on a fat suit. Uh, yet again, everybody plays their strength. I I found myself not really caring too much about Sonny Eric because the man really was kind of like Jesus. He had, like, no flaws.
1: I didn't I care mean, about like, any of these characters, Jordan.
0: Not, I not cared, a one bit. I cared about Jason Bateman when he got – um, honest about how he's divorced and he has to spend Sundays at a park with his daughter and how he's missing that precious moment to stay here on the weekend to finalize the air Jordan. Okay. Maybe it's because I have a parent with the daughter. Maybe that's why it hit me different, no, but it's the
1: only human moment in the movie, like damn, besides the, the Jordan's actually talking a little bit more. Miss Jordan talking about the, the livelihood of her son uh, and the legacy that she wants to create and preserve. The only human moment we got was it was Jason Bateman talking about his family, everyone else. uh, And here's the thing, too, is that they made it seem like they were setting up for consequence and making a big risk. Sure. Completely understand that, too, that they're that they're taking, you know, chances here. And, oh, my God, uh, uh, you're crazy for doing this. I can't believe you're doing this type of thing. But I already know the Titanic sinks. I already know what happens at the end. So (laughs) I know that all these guys, no matter what their freak out is. I'm not worried as as a viewer. I I don't share that that feeling with them. I'm not on that same journey because I already know that they all get paid at the
0: end an ungodly you amount. Can't...
1: And I don't even know what Chris Tucker did in this movie. So
0: well, he was it's it's Jordan has said that it's because of the of the uh person that Chris Tucker is playing in real life. Cause that person that Chris Tucker is playing, I guess was a part of the Olympic team in 92. And I okay. guess Jordan, not like he wasn't like a part, he was like a coaching or he, he wasn't a player. He was like involved in the Olympic team. And I guess Jordan really liked the Chris Tucker person in real life that, that the Chris Tucker person was the one that told Mr. 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 And Mrs. Jordan in real life, check out Nike and Michael. The only reason why he is because his mom made him in the Chris Tucker character in real life. Um,
1: Okay, because it, it really seemed like
0: that the or part. like
1: Marlon Wayne's character were I, and I'm sure very pivotal to the, to the story in real life, but it seemed like in this movie they were made token.
0: Um I would I would agree with you on that without knowing the story, which kind of sucks because normal folk outside of my world don't know the story of Michael signing the deal guys uh if you want to know how i know all about this it's because i watched the last dance documentary probably 12 times (laughs) it's a good documentary and and it's all everything you want to know about the real story it's in like episode two of nine
1: we'll talk about uh phil jackson later then huh
0: right so it's 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 in it's in there and that's how i know all about it um and then doing my own research because i'm intrigued about how us as a society can put somebody like Michael Jordan on such a pedestal, um, just because he wins a couple of games here and there, which is great. I can't do what he does, but still, um, I don't disagree with you that everybody's kind of bland like toast. But also, they're playing; they are playing to their strengths. But I'm not bored, though. Eric, are you bored? No. Just because you know that it sinks, just because you know the Titanic hits the iceberg doesn't mean that you're bored. I'm not you saying like the that they
1: You're right. and I'm not saying that, that the actors are bland. They obviously had to carry this movie uh, with their their acting. And th- what helped was knowing that these actors probably are just riffing half the time. It really seemed like the way they were feeding off each other that it was very cohesive. They all knew the beat to play, they all knew the rhythm of the song and they were just singing along. Everyone knew what was going on here. And again, because of that, it's like, I know what was going on here. So it felt even more like this was kind of done in a month. They just kind of shot this movie. They say, hey, we got three weeks budget. Uh, Amazon said we could have the lot. They gave us the keys. Let's go in here and do it. And it feels like they just... Uh, did it? There's not really a whole lot of scene change in this. The the entirety of the movie is either going to be at the Nike headquarters or a flash forward to maybe two other business spots and uh, and a house, right? right. Uh So it's, the Jordan it's, house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's not like uh, we're going all over the world here.
0: You know what this movie reminded me of? How about this? You said in the beginning of the episode that what happened to the great ones like. Like Rudy, or like maybe um, like Invincible. Remember the Titans. You know, you didn't say those, but you know what I'm talking about that the category of those sport movies. Yes,
1: yes. The, um, the hopeful this, come up story.
0: This is in the same category with another movie that I love. Um, it's just a guilty pleasure of mine, but I this movie is the same as Draft Day. How are you going to make a movie out of the Cleveland Browns drafting? <laughs> well, right. Yeah, no. But it. I, but, it, but, it but it's done well.
1: That's fair. And I knew that that was probably going to get brought up. I guess the difference is is that this is a real story and Draft Day is completely fictional, right? I I don't know what's going to happen at the end of, of Draft Day. You know? Valid. No one no one came to his birthday party, Jordan.
0: Well, what do you want? Do you want them to bust through the doors and 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 shoot up Adolf Hitler? I mean, like do you want to completely change history here or do you just or do or do you want to be like, "Okay, I know about the Jordan 1s. I know this is happening, but I want to I follow the story and get to it. The problem is, is that Sonny, in order for us to like Sonny, he has to have a personal struggle as well as a professional struggle. And really, he doesn't have a personal struggle. The guy seems pretty legit. He's not a womanizer. He's not a drunk. Um, he doesn't have a child that he really cares about that we know of. Right, like he—he's not addicted to anything that we can tell of. Maybe some ho hos and twinkies, like I mean, like I'm mean like that, but but that's fine though, right? Because this is supposed to be the Messiah. This is supposed to be the guy who sees what everybody else doesn't see.
1: Right. It, I they tried to do it at the beginning of the movie where it showed him going through his routines, and one of them was gambling was that oh there we go
0: that's good advice there we go
1: yeah that he knew what to bet on and this is the guy that was able to see something a little bit different in in their marketing room and they were talking and they had the team with him jason bateman And they're talking about which player they should go after you know should they go after you know john stockton should they go you know the, the whole list of the board that they have there too
0: right
1: and uh who they couldn't get and them just kind of going after it, but he seems to stand out because he's the guy that knows. He's the quiet guy in the corner that'll speak up and drop that that knowledge, drop that wisdom on him. And this movie's about him placing that bet. I, I see the over, you know, the overarching theme and the story in this is that this is about a, a guy who bet it all on the next big thing and won, and it, and it paid out. That's, you that's a movie? not beyond me.
0: Well, fine, valid, because it was just, I was just brought this opening talk about it because he sounds like a Jonah Hill character. This movie is a lesser version of Moneyball, I would argue. Yeah. That's uh, another one. Moneyball, draft day, this is kinda in that subcategory. Oh yeah. And I would I would argue that Moneyball is a better representation. Um
1: well, yeah, Moneyball had a lot more, I guess, the metaphor in it and better looking people.
0: <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, like, so, but again, though, like Jonah Hill. (laughs) Nice. Um, I love, I love some of the stuff I've been seeing on the internet lately. It's funny. Um, No, I mean, you know what, you know what it is? How about this? I'll make it very short and be personal for a second. Um, When I was a child, all the way up to I graduated high school, I loved basketball. Just me. Uh, everybody loved hockey or football or whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, I always loved basketball. I watched I could say from what the, the second three Pete, like 95, 96, you know, I watched all of that, all the 2000 stuff, you know, the Lakers, Shaq, Kobe stuff, uh, Allen Iverson, you know, I just, I was into that era. Um, oh, sure. that's why, that's why I wear my hats. Um, and then, of course, I go to college. I'm, this is almost done, trust me, for everybody if I'm boring you. Um, I go to college, and everybody loves football wants to do fantasy football. I never heard of fantasy football. And then football, 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 football. And basketball kind of got pushed aside. And then something happened last year, man. Like, something happened. I got bit by the basketball bug. And now I'm going to the freaking park every other day playing with 18-year-olds, getting my butt kicked. And I'm loving every second of it. And now I'm coaching. I'm coaching seventh, and eighth grade boys basketball. I'm licensed in the state now.
1: It's it's coming back here. I I think uh, you know, given my era, uh, where you know, kind of Southeast Michigan, post Bad Boys era went right into yeah. the Red Wings dynasty. Mm-hmm. And uh, what the the Lions weren't good and they stopped. Never do it. anything. What, what 91, 92 was the last uh, playoff game they won, and they just crapped out after that they started mm-hmm. being sol after that um, right. the tigers didn't really do a whole lot They had ups and downs but no that era was all red wings and so basketball was becoming very more popular then. like that was branded as cool that was the cool sport all of the athletes that were basketball stars uh, yeah stars were getting all the bigger endorsements right unless you were truly shining on the field or the ice basketball was the next wave all the kids were looking up to, to write. Jordan, Pippen, uh, Kobe was just coming up. Shaq had his thing. who was going on, too. But, like, yeah, uh, Space Jam. I mean. Okay.
0: Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Since you are a native Detroiter, you've been in Detroit area your whole life. Yeah. Is this a tough question to ask, I wonder? Because I'm curious on your answer. What is, in your opinion, the legit Pistons logo? The red and blue with the basketball? The red, red all, and blue, of course. Or, or the horse. <laughs> the 2000s horse with the teal and the black and the yellow. That thing was legit. Listen,
1: uh, there was an era where Detroit had like the Vipers, the, the Rockers, and the Pistons. And they were all like this aqua, teal, yeah. uh, 90s color that had the, the black accents. And it was cool. It was cool for a month, and then people started to wear it. That logo, and you're just like, oh, this is – let's go back to the old one.
0: Next time I come up, I'm going to get a Pistons flat bill just for you.
1: You're to get the old one? I mean,
0: well, yeah, that's what I have right now, the Raptors on, for God's sakes.
1: Oh, man, um, Detroit stores all around here that they gave you their retro. I'm
0: going to get it from Mitchell and Ness. Um – so, I mean, like, we talked about how much we liked everybody doing what they did. So, I mean, Eric, really, I'm not hearing anything negative that you're saying. I'll be surprised if you don't give this a large. Like, I'm trying to see, like, what's... Just because it's meh doesn't mean that it's a bad meh. That right. means it did its job. You're, you're Absolutely. I'm not
1: going to sit here and say that this movie was was bad, but I'm also not going to sit here and praise it that it was amazing. Uh I did think it was good. It was obviously very well acted. And I think that the simplicity and the predictableness of the story only enhanced the acting of everyone involved in this. Everyone involved in this. And it was great that the cast was uh, not overbearing. It wasn't like huge to where everyone got um, you know uh, impatient with their screen time. I it worked out. I was surprised to see Jay Moore in this. Holy cow! Oh. That guy has turned uh just into a uh, a cabbage patch of a kid or of a guy. He is he is just, I, I, what a what a round man.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of reminds me of the villain from uh, Human Centipede two. Um, I didn't think you <laughs> could you could
1: just you know do
0: one day and say
1: I, you know what I want I want to look like a retired
0: cop. Yeah, yeah. I want to look sphere. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I yeah, yeah like, I, what I, a I, weird, like that suit was
1: just somebody was, he was popping buttons. I'm sure every 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 breath he was taking. Anyway, um,
0: bad so I have another question. Uh, before we get into like you know the end of it and the popcorn ratings, I have another question. So I'm not going to pretend that I know the world of business, but they did this in uh in the Jobs movie with Aston Kutcher, and I'm kind of trying to figured this out is is Ben Affleck in this movie the guy who founded Nike or is he it seems like he's the dude that started Nike like he's like the Steve Jobs of Nike
1: he's the CEO he's the chief executive officer
0: so but but the reason why I'm asking this question is that did the movie tell you that he's the dude that started it off because he kept on saying I can't give you money to Matt Damon when he wanted money for Jordan because the board won't let him right so I'm, I'm trying to understand the world of business on this because it's the very famous story that steve jobs started apple but he got fired from his own company from right the board.
1: so the board are a group of people of investors who contributed to your company or project and then they would have a say in how things go so let's say that uh, phil Knight is the CEO, right? That he did start issue company. It was getting real big, but he needed to increase production, and so we had a, uh, an investor come along and say, "Hey, I have factories. I can uh, produce your shoes in my factories for you know an X amount, a uh, percentage in your right. company, and a position on your board, and all these other uh, list of of things to go on to it. Right. You know, uh, and so that would that would happen, and it's obviously such a big level, a global level, where the board is consisted of probably several uh, investors, do- dozens, even maybe who knows.
0: Well, typically, doesn't it? I don't know about Nike's case, but at this point in time, wouldn't Ben Affleck have the ultimate say, though? So it would be to
1: the to the shareholder, because in
0: that part, the CEO uh,
1: is making the decisions that are pushing forward. And so that's why the board usually lets the person who's making the decisions. Keep on going because hey, you've you're you're doing good. You know, it's like going to a, a craps table and betting on somebody else. Okay, you know, I was just hey, curious because you I'm saying that. It, which is kind of a funny thing because of Sunny, right? Uh, and his gambling, but yeah, that's uh, it, they're betting into that. But uh, ultimately, if um, let's say an investor has uh, is able to acquire so much, and they own now more percentage of the company and stocks. Mm-hmm. They would be
0: uh, the business. They would out them out. Yeah, yeah. They would have more. So, question, pet peeve. Do you a don't care or b find it annoying that at the end of a dramatization of a real life event that they have to show the real life people?
1: I mean, it makes it real. You know, that's that's fine and all, but at the same part, it's just. Kind of one of those stories where just like and everything turned out okay and the rich got richer.
0: The end. Well, you know, the thing is that this movie that this movie's not portraying that these rich got richer. I mean like the movie's trying to Clearly portray that did. these people the guy are not
1: rich. Showed off a pink or uh, I'm sorry, purple Porsche. Sorry, I cut you off.
0: No, no, you're it's fine. It's just that's why I found that's kind of another bad point about those movies that they're saying that that this is this is terrible, you know, that Nike's gonna flounder. Do you see this big office? What was this like a five, five level off, maybe six, including the basement? The camp like right. And then and then Ben Affleck's driving around in a purple Porsche. I, I, really I mean, like, so I get what you're saying, but Sonny wasn't that guy, right? Sonny wasn't making, you know, the hundreds of thousands. Sonny was making what average middle clothes. Uh, middle-class folk probably were making at that time because aren't they in oregon
1: they're they're west coast right weren't they like la or
0: something no 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 they're not la at all oh well they're they are west coast they're like they're like oregon dude they're like they're not even maybe san francisco
1: let me take a look
0: but yeah no, I'm just – because cause the way that they were set up with their offices, because they have not moved from those offices yet. The, the movie said that in the, at the, at, with the titles, that they're still in Beaverton or something or other.
1: Uh, Oregon Base,
0: yes, you're right. Oregon Company. So they're still there. So that was kind of annoying to me, but I kind of wanted to, like, expand more in the bullpen, right? So they call it the bullpen, which is this one area of the office, which is the basketball division, and we get nothing but Jordan Belfort and his minions, and we don't ever get a chance to know the minions. And I would rather have seen a little bit more of the minions and, or just the people, so I'm trying to get at, um, know their intake on everything. Like Michael Jordan, what? Because Eric, not to keep on rambling, Jordan was like the fourth overall pick. Yeah. Why couldn't they have got him? It was funny to me, because me knowing basketball, they had John Stockton up there, and I was like, that's hilarious. Because he's a, he's a great point guard for, for the Jazz, but, you know, Jordan. It's like, who was, who was first pick overall? Some no-name, right?
1: The uh, I don't know yeah, much about to, to say who was. I don't think it was a no-name.
0: Not Jordan-level.
1: It was not. Well, yeah, who's going to be Jordan-level, though?
0: not Jordan. LeBron LeBron's spawned that out quickly.
1: Oh is this, yeah. Well, he ain't, he ain't getting that ring. What number of ring would have this been Four?
0: And he has to do three teams to do it. Yeah, exactly. Jordan has it. So, I mean, so I, I kind of want to get into my popcorn rating. Sure. Um, for, how about this? If you are a basketball fan, as much as I am, you would want to see this movie. Um, but if you're, like, not even a basketball fan like my wife, she enjoyed this movie. Like, I mean, she looked at me and said, I'll give that a large. I mean, she enjoyed it. So what do I do with that? Do I sit here in a conversation with you and realize, and eh, it's probably just a medium. I mean, you got you got two different aspects of this movie. you got a dude that swears by basketball, and you got a person, my wife, who hates it, wants to nuke it, like go, hates it. Go with
1: it. your heart, buddy.
0: So it's like... It is not poorly acted. I actually did find myself lost in the time period. Quick little five-second thing when we started the movie on Amazon Prime. That's where you can watch the movie, folks. Uh, it starts with the Amazon Prime logo, but it's "I want my MTV," and I was like, did "MTV, buy it at Amazon. Why is that playing?" Um, so, I mean, I felt like I was in the '80s. It wasn't I mean, a nostalgia the, grab. There was yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean that this movie had this grainish filter on it. It made me think of the 80s. So it did that well. Uh, Ben Affleck did a good job. He is better than a gun for hire. He knows how to place the camera and he knows how to have his friends act. I'm sure if he had other people that his friends were not in the movie, it could be harder. Um, I don't like the idea of not showing Michael Jordan's face. I think that was ridiculous, but I get it probably for legal reasons. Um, and I like to know a piece of nostalgia and history where it comes from, you know, me, you know, like I love that stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, like my gut, Eric, is it's yeah, it's it's a large. Yeah. 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 I mean, for me, it's a large. It's, no, it's a large. It's, it's, you knew where the mother
1: was. You knew where the father
0: was. Yeah. yeah, Nice. I'm never going to let that down. Um, yeah, I just I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Uh, and if you don't get a large, I get it. Uh, but I could go back and watch this again on YouTube on clips, you know, like this is, this is fun. So large for me, what is your popcorn rating for air?
1: I, I do a medium just because there were a lot of good moments in, the, in this movie, but I feel that a lot of this movie was just built around those moments. Uh, the speech at the end, where Sonny was giving the final uh, pitch to the Jordan family. That's a great speech. That's your that's your Oscar clip right there. I get it. But at the same part I also feel like a lot of that movie, the entire movie almost was built around that spot right there to build up to a tension moment to where somebody like Matt Damon can make an audible play um in reference to the the MLK speech that he and Marlon Wayans had earlier and uh, have it come to uh to complete uh payout there. It It just wasn't, like, something that I was surprised by. The music was constant in this damn movie. This movie... (laughs) I, it felt like the yeah whoever was the music production or whatever was just like, oh, yeah, Guardians is a popular movie, right? Let's get this whole 80s catalog and let's throw as many songs as we can do. Every time that there's a transition, music. Every time that there's someone in a car, music. Someone's walking, music. You better put a track on that. And it was everywhere. It's just like, okay, calm, calm down a little bit. If there was a moment of, of silence to kind of build tension on that, for them to wait for the phone call a bit more rather than, uh, you know, them just kind of pacing around the office or just kind of getting it from the couch and be like, oh, is it there? I would have liked that a bit more. But instead of we had an hour and 50 minutes of kind of people questioning if they were going to do it when you fully already knew before you clicked the movie or started the movie that they were going to. Um, so I don't know. It's It was entertaining. I'm not going to say that it wasn't. I guess uh, I don't. I don't know what I'm missing out of this. I, you know, I, it felt like I just got some some ice cream with like no chocolate topping on it, with just some plain Jane ice cream here. Like I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. It, it was dessert. Thank you. But I.
0: Yeah, but it sounds like it sounds like you are trying to be um, too picky, right? Hey, I want ice cream, and ice cream is what I gave you. You never asked for the chocolate syrup or the nuts. So it's like, I mean, I gave you what you wanted. So yeah,
1: you're right. I I don't know. Am I trying to find something to nitpick about this just because I felt maybe unfulfilled with it?
0: That could be. Like that could be, man. I don't know. Maybe I you... wanted
1: more. Maybe maybe I wanted more basketball. Uh, I I I don't know. Maybe I wanted more business. Maybe I wanted more more fighting in the business and less of the family.
0: Hmm. That's well, yeah. But when you cast Viola Davis, man, you gotta. Maybe, you I, give some maybe I
1: wanted some board presence. Maybe I wanted their 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 threat of the board of of kind of challenging what Nike was doing a bit more. Um, you know, maybe I wanted to see more of the risk that Sonny was taking. You know, maybe he is really low uh, on his luck and doesn't have any more money,
0: and he's. But I don't know what the. What yeah, the but that's story stereotyping, though. You know what I mean? But that's something you've been there, done that before. You asked for ice cream, you got ice cream. Like, I mean, right? But that's those other times saying, I was, I was asking for like
1: you know something specialty. I felt like I was asking for you know a, a cookie dough and cookies and cream. And this time I was I just got vanilla because I just asked for vanilla. Uh, we get you got what you want
0: though. No, no. I mean, like I mean, you got what you want. I mean, like when you go every morning to get you Starbucks, are you disappointed because that's what you ordered? That's what you got. And yeah, if they put
1: too much Dolce in my latte, then I'm gonna be pissed. Don't say, you, don't you, say. Threw, you threw off the balance. There's a is a oh. ratio and you tilted it, Starbucks, and now my my cinema dolce latte is ruined.
0: God damn it. I I mean look, I'm not I'm not trying to change your mind or convince you. I'm just trying to figure out like what the issue is because I mean like when you have something that's vanilla, I mean it, it plays both sides. Um that's why I don't think this movie is going to be nom. If this movie's nominated for any awards this year, I'm going to be surprised. Like it, sure. it it shouldn't be. So it's just I give it a large cuz I think it's enjoyable. You give it a medium the way I take it because you feel like it was very vanilla and there was no bad guy. There was no struggle.
1: I feel like yeah, I just feel like the acting you know what? Okay, I'll go back to my my, my Dolce Latte reference. Is that uh, just much like a coffee, there's a ratio that balances everything out. And I feel like this movie was um, had an odd ratio. It had more acting than it had the story and anything else. It had the the, okay. the, the acting really was the, the, the carrying and the heavy weight of this movie. They carried it along. And because of that, I got to see it focus more of that. And I was more looking at the performance and less of the story. And I could care absolutely little, so little about the story what was going on there.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I was kind of curious what you thought about it. Uh, for everybody that's listening, if you like basketball and if you want to know more about how they developed the Air Jordans, check it out. If you don't care, I don't know. My wife doesn't care and she liked it. So I don't know. Like it's, it's kind of the middle of the road.
1: It's worth an airplane trip, you know?
0: Okay. Well, they got us on Amazon Prime, or it's worth the rental. Well, here's the thing, too, to close it out, is this movie was on our schedule back in February or March because it came out in theaters. I I will, I will say this is probably the contradiction. This movie I would not have wanted to see in theaters. This was a perfect Prime movie. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: I'm not perfect Prime movie. I don't know why they did this in theaters.
1: I'm not angry. I saw it. i I enjoyed the movie, but
0: right, perfect perfect Saturday night, have some popcorn with the missus, watch the movie. Like it, it, Going Absolutely. to the theater would not have been fun for that. So, um, But we hope you guys have fun downloading us. Like always, check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. But of course, like I always say, we know that you're listening to us on your phone or on your iPod or tablet, right? Or sorry, iPod? iPad. Nobody has iPods anymore, right, Eric?
1: Samsung refrigerators. All you listeners out there listening to them, the Samsung washer and dryer? I, got,
0: I have all that. so it came with the house uh but yeah everybody thank you so much for downloads It's, it's really cool and you know eric and i would do this regardless but thank you again um i get sappy once in a while so thank you for downloading we really do appreciate it truly um so uh thank you for downloading and we'll be back next thursday for another awesome episode eric thank you so much for joining me have a good night